Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the HypnoSales Show. Today, we're going to talk about reality models. If you're in a customer-facing role, which typically, if you're watching my videos, you probably are, um, you, you're meeting with customers all the time, you're trying to figure out their expectations, you're trying to answer their questions, you're trying to guide them, all the different things you're engaging with your customers for. Um, one of the things some people tell me is that they struggle with um, uh, understanding certain customers or why certain customers behave a certain way or why they respond a certain way or why they don't seem to go down the path that they're trying to guide them on as easily as maybe other customers. In other words, they tell me they have some customers that are easy to work with and they, they just do everything they say and we kind of work together and we collaborate on all the way through from the beginning of the, from the from the POC discovery phase all the way to closing the closing the sale and then implementing the sale in a post sale situation and everything is beautiful and it's easy um, and then there's other customers that are just like entirely opposite of that like it's not easy at all they're difficult they don't seem to move they don't respond when you need them to respond they don't go to the next phase when you want them to go to the next phase they don't make a decision um, they go dark on you you know all those things even after the sale they don't seem to care anymore you know they're not responding to your professional services that are now wanting to scope out the implementation you know things like that so um so what i always tell them is i always ask them this question right here like well let me ask you a question what is the primary use of language and i'll ask them that and I'm going to ask you that too right now. What, what is the primary use of language? What do you think it is? Well, if you're like most of the people I ask this question, uh, they usually answer with, well, I, you know, primary use of language is to communicate to people, to other people. And actually, that's wrong. It's actually, that's the secondary reason. There's actually a primary reason that we have language. Primary reason. And I have it covered up here, so I'm going to reveal it. You ready? The primary reason for the purpose of language, the primary purpose of language is to model reality to yourself. So all of us, your, your customers and prospects and clients included, model reality to ourselves using language first. When we're children growing up learning language, like before we even learn what language is, before we learn sentence structure and grammar and all those things that we learn as we get older, the first things we learn are words, nouns. We learn to call things by what their name is, like well, labels, we label everything. And so that first initial uh, introduction to language is us labeling things and modeling our reality. And then as we grow up, we mature and we get more complex with our language. And then we learn to communicate our reality to someone else. So imagine as a child, you're learning the words, you may not know what they mean, but you kind of know what, what, you know what, they, what they represent, what their labels, what the labels are for. Mommy, daddy, car, belly button, book, TV, movie, you know, a little princess, like we know, <laughs> uh, frozen, we know what those are. We learn those words and what those are and we say those and then eventually we learn to communicate more in a more sophisticated, mature manner. But at, at the root of it, all of us have this, this reality that we've modeled using language. So you have to remember that your customers, every customer you work with, is modeling reality differently than every other customer. And they're definitely modeling it differently than you. So, so there's always this trap sometimes we get into, at least I can say I've gotten into it, and I'm sure if you think about this, maybe you've gotten into it as well, where you start to sort of impose your reality and assumptions about your reality, how you model reality to yourself. You, you use your language to communicate that to someone else, assuming, assuming that they model it the same way, 
And if it doesn't, if it's not congruent, it doesn't match up, then it causes a little bit of disassociation or discourse or uh, frustration. It invokes a fight or flight mechanism, which is, as you know, in the, in the other video of theory of mind that I have, I talk about, you know, invoking the fight or flight. That's what that you're basically starting to get them in a hypnotic state. Um, if it's not a fight or flight, which, which I talk about in that video, anger or ign ignoring you, right? They, they get angry or they're, they ignore you or they, they're a deer in the headlights. That's the other reaction. Just like in the animal kingdom, when it's, uh, when it's something that's so uh, threatening to them and the fight or flight mechanism like kicks in and they decide not to, f not to run or to fight, they just freeze and they're, and they're deer in the headlights. So if you've ever had customers do that, it, it might be because you're not, you're not giving them a chance to share their reality. You're assuming their reality, how they model it to themselves. And then your communication is not aligning congruently with them. And they just kind of, they're just like staring at you and it's, you, you catch them off guard. And then they decide at that point when they finally recover from that, they're not going to call you back all the time or uh, they'll call you when they're ready because they just don't want to, you just don't communicate with them in the right way that they prefer. And that's another video I've talked about their communication preferences. Um, so, so that's what's happening whenever uh, you're using your language. You have to be realized that it may not be what they expect. It may not be what they prefer. And it could be just as much as their problem as it is your problem. But I'm going to say in your role as a customer facing role, it, I, I believe it is our obligation to understand and always assume that their reality is different than ours. And it's our job to discover how do they model reality to, them, to themselves. So we have to ask more questions when we discover about how they do that. So not, it's not just about discovering what their motivation is, which I also talk about a lot of times. Um, and, and encourage you to do. It's not also not about trying to discover, um, you know, what their pain is, although you need to do that. You need to figure out their pain. You need to figure out what they want to get out of it. Um, you want to figure out if they have budget, all those kind of discovery questions, you know, the Bant questions. Um, of course you have to do that, but I'm encouraging you to think about it also is what kind of reality are they modeling? Are you asking questions about how they look at the world? Are you asking, and, and sometimes it might be a little bit more personal, but you might need to do that. Just, just ask them a little bit more about like, you know, how, like a big, a big one in business is like, how do you buy software? What's the reality of how they buy software? It might not be like what you assume. It might be different. You might need to find out how they buy software before you try to get them to buy your software. Um, you might need to find out how do you normally, what do you expect? What's your, what's, how, 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 what's your process? You know, what's your reality? What's your process for scoping implementations with other vendors, right? Before you scope out an implementation with them, find out how they do it first. Um, ask, just discover and ask these kinds of questions to really figure out. Don't assume that the way you do it and what your process is like is the same as what they expect. Ask them, figure out how they model reality to, them, to themselves, get them to share that with you, and then you align with that reality. Once you have that reality set, and, you're, and there's no assumptions anymore, it's very easy to adjust what you do to model their reality with your reality. Your reality becomes their reality and you align and you become, it becomes congruent and you model the reality together. What you're going to do together becomes your mutual reality and the outcome is a mutual outcome. That's what you're obviously trying to do. You already know this. But if you don't, if you don't realize that this one little part here about how they're modeling it to themselves, you could make some mistakes. You could trip a little bit, stub your toe a little bit along the way. You might still get the, 
get the deal. You might still close the opportunity and they become your customer. Um, but, but they, but you know, there's always going to be this little bit of like, I don't really like talking to you or I don't, or, you know, an, an uneasiness and a, a discomfort that happens when, when, whenever you uh, aren't aligning your realities together. So I, I really believe it's our obligation as customer facing roles to understand their reality, how they model it to themselves, get them to communicate, communicate that to us. And then we align our communication to fit their reality, not our own their reality, not our own. And that makes things way easier. And the reason why some customers it's easy already is because maybe they do model it the way you do. And it, when the customers do model it the way you do, just by chance, you know, probably one in four people will, I mean, this is like the statistics, one in every four people will model reality similar to yours. So for that one fourth of the customers, it's gonna be really easy. Like I said in the beginning, you just find those customers very easy all the way through. Wow, I love working with these customers that do that. But for three-fourths of them, it, the chances are pretty high. It's not going to be that easy. It'll be a little bit, uh, a little bit rocky. And then in at least one-fourth of the people, it'll be like really bad. Like it's just you just don't even like taking that person through the process. You don't even want that person to buy from you because of the fact that your realities are completely different from each other and you just didn't know it. So I hope this was helpful. In fact, no, I know this was helpful. I know you got something out of this and you're gonna share it with someone too, at least one or two people now. You don't have to do it with a bunch of people, but I would appreciate it if you would share it if you, if and when you find things valuable on this channel and uh, on this show. And, um, and I appreciate your support and thanks for following me and I will see you in the next video.